Parkway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your uh, computer or your smartphone uh, watching me on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM, Right here in the nation's capital, out of Arlington, Virginia. You've got all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well, all covered by this 50,000-watt station, WAVA, 105.1 FM. If you want to give me a call today, it's Marriage Monday, and the phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. And if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, you can say it with me if you're not new. Marriage Monday, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But it's the top of the week. We're talking about marriage. And particularly today, our subject is Crucial Conversations. Crucial conversations. Do you need to have a crucial conversation with your spouse? And do you need help in thinking through uh, with someone how exactly to have that conversation? Well, I'm here to help. I'm here to walk you through it. Maybe you want to, you know, want to bounce it off of me. Uh, When do you have a crucial conversation? How do you have a crucial conversation? And uh, what are the landmines? You know, this oftentimes uh, you can be in a conversation with someone and you're all happy and all of a sudden it turns sad or it turns angry. And and what happened? You stepped on a landmine clearly. And as a result of that, things blew up. So, you know what? If that's what you want to talk about today, how to have a crucial conversation, maybe you need to have one uh, with your spouse. Give me a call. Let's talk about it. There's also the kind of person who has had many crucial conversations, and as a result, you've learned uh, uh, something that you want to share. Maybe you can help someone else in marriage uh, because you've learned how to have crucial conversations. Give me a call as well. My phone number again in studio is 888-432-7434. Or you can always remember the word bridge, 8884 Three bridge. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Commit our time to the Lord. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity you have uh, given us to have the kind of conversations that are necessary, not only on the air, but even in our private worlds. Would you give us the grace, the wisdom, uh, and even the patience we need in order uh, to have such conversations? In the name of Jesus, we pray together. Everyone said, Amen and Amen. 
A couple other ways to get a hold of me, andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com. You can learn there about me as well as other uh, ways to connect into my network, including my email as well as all of my social media. And then embracegracism.com. That really is a favorite website there because it really teaches us how to be a gracist. And that's a book I wrote, Gracism, The Art of Inclusion. And uh, you can always register to be a gracist. Just let me know you're with me in living out the seven sayings of a gracist. So go to embracegracism.com. Now today we're talking about crucial conversations. Do you have to have a crucial conversation with your spouse? And if so, uh, do you want to talk it through with someone? I'm here to help you talk it through, walk it through, uh, as well as maybe you've learned from several crucial conversations what and what not to say, how and not how not to say it. I'm continually learning this in relationships in general, but I tell you with my wife, it turns out that we have had such a history that we know exactly uh, how to communicate pretty well and uh, very seldomly do we ever fight anymore. And that's not to say we haven't in the past. We have many times, but I think you get to a certain place where you really know the other person. And so you're not questioning everything they say, their tone, their face, their emotions. You just kind of know one another. But then there comes a point in time when you do have to have a crucial conversation. And what do you do? When do you do it? Where do you do it? How do you do it? And so that's what we want to talk about today. And I want to help serve you there and walk with you in it. So let me give you the phone number and then I'll run to the phone lines. They are now open. 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Columbia, Maryland, where we'll start with Chris, who's on the line. Hi, Chris. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Chris, are you there? Going once, going twice. Chris, I don't know uh, what happened to you, but please give me a call again. Uh, My number is 888-432-7434. I definitely want to take your phone call. So as soon as they get you back up on my screen, I'll take it again. Again, my number live in studio is 888-432. Three bridge. Hi, Chris. Are you there? Yes. Good. Hi. We got you finally. I'm sorry for the delay, my friend. Hey, what's your comment or question today? Well, it's demanding to me how many couples don't talk about things before they get married, like don't talk about sex, or they don't talk about whether or not they want children. I'm not saying none of them do. But a lot of them right. don't. You know. Right. And they're in for a really rude awakening. After they get married, right after they get married, they find out that the partner doesn't feel the way they do. Right, right. Hey, thanks a lot for your comment, Chris. I know you're going a little bit in and out there. It could be the weather, but I got what you're saying. And you're saying that couples really ought to talk about certain things before they get married. I'm a, I'm a proponent of that, Chris. Uh, premarital counseling, even pre-engagement counseling, before you get engaged, talk about the things that are most important. Don't learn about them uh, during the engagement period like uh yeah i don't really want to have children that's not a conversation to happen to have after you're engaged that's a conversation to have even before you get engaged so somebody wants to have five kids and somebody wants to have no kids that's something you ought to be talking about ahead of time so anyway thanks a lot chris i appreciate the call i also want to hear from you today we're talking about crucial conversations 
Uh, do you need to have a crucial conversation with your spouse? And if so, do you need some help with it, some assistance? Do you want to think it through with someone? Well, guess what? I'm here, uh, David Anderson, and my phone number is 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Maybe you've had enough crucial conversations where you have a little bit of wisdom that you could share with others who may not quite know what to do or how to do it. Let's talk about it. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm coming right back to you in just three minutes. Don't you go anywhere. together safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement fixed give them a call 844-980-3707 that's 844-980-3707 Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly Expiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. I'm alive and grateful. I know you are as well. Feel free to give me a phone call if you want to talk about today's topic. We are talking about crucial conversations. Uh, when do you have them? How do you have them? Do you have one coming up that you need to have with your spouse and you want to uh, bounce it off somebody? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you about it. Maybe uh, we can learn together about the best way to approach your spouse for a crucial conversation. My phone number is 888 888- Four three two seven four three four. That's eight 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 four three two seven four three four. Or just remember the word bridge 
888-843-BRIDGE. I see you calling. Uh, just give me a call now while my lines are wide open, and uh, we'll make sure to take uh, that in just a moment. So when do you have these conversations? They're crucial. The question is, are they, are they urgent? It may be important, but it may not be urgent. If it's important, uh, then schedule a time to have it or think about a time that would be the best uh, window to have the conversation uh, so that it is received uh, more positively than negatively. Uh, if you have it as soon as someone wakes up and they're not a morning person, that's not good. But if it's urgent, then you need to do it. But there's a difference between what is urgent and what is important. All right. If something's important, then, you know, it's important to have it, but it's not urgent. And if it's not urgent, then think about the best time to do this. You know, Amber and I used to uh, get in fights sometimes on nights right before I had to preach. That's the worst time uh, because uh, that creates all kind of anxiety in me and I have to focus on preaching. Uh, and at the same time that I'm all flustered and upset and then I want to make up and she thinks I want to make up just because she knows I got to go preach. You know, so that was earlier on. Uh, we had learned that that was nothing but the devil uh, trying to trying to get up all in our sauce right before it was time to do the Lord's work. And so, you know, but we had to learn that along the way. And so crucial conversations can fall into two categories, urgent or important. If it's urgent, then you got to, and important, then you got to knock it out right now because it's very, very important. You know, uh, it can be a child at, at, at college or a kid at daycare who's sick and they need to get picked up right now. And uh, by the way, we need to talk about whether we're going to stay with that school or not. And the, uh, the bill is due. And, and when you show up, they're going to ask you about the bill. So I need to tell you this right now before you get there. I mean, that's, that's what urgent is. Important is, yes, I need to have it. But do I really need to have it right now, giving the consideration of the other person's schedule, emotions, timetable, and giving uh, my emotions, my timetable, uh, and, and when am I most uh, uh, grumpy, you know, and when am I most thoughtful? These are all, all very important details when we talk about having crucial conversations with our spouse. Some of you are listening to this saying, boy, I wish, Dr. Anderson, we were talking about this earlier. I wish I would have known this earlier in my relationship. I wouldn't have blown it up uh, so much. Uh, but, you know, it's better to learn now uh, than never to learn, isn't it? 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Connie, who's in Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Connie. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Thanks for calling. Hey, what's your comment or your question, please? So, um, I have a very strong-willed sort of husband, and I feel there's something, uh, you know, it's important if you're talking budget, mm -hmm. if you're talking whatever, um, and you say, hey, let's talk, you can feel the differences coming up right away, and I think the issue is all about power. And I know men talk and think something women can do. Right. So I don't know how to begin the conversation with my husband so it's not 
Connie, Connie, this is what I want you to do, and I'm so sorry for this, but I want you to call back, see if we can get a clearer line. It could be the weather, but you're going in and out, and I know my listeners can't hear you because I can't hear you. So I'm going to hang up now. I want you to call back. Let's see if we can get a stronger line, and my engineers will let me know if it's a strong line or not a strong line uh, before I pick up your call. Let's see if we do better in Washington, D.C. with Christopher who's on the line. Hi, Christopher. How are you? I'm pretty good. How about you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What's your comment or question, please? Um, I guess it'd be more of like a, a more of a comment, more of a, I guess you call it, um, yeah, you call it comment. So I just noticed that like, you know, um, when I try to, when I try to um, communicate with my wife, I communicate when it's more of a, um, it's all about the mood level, like like right. where. Well, I mean, not the mood level. Excuse me. If we had a, if she frustrated, yeah, and it's a serious conversation, I wait till her feelings are low. Right. So I don't, I don't really try to have a serious conversation when I already know she's frustrated because that's right. all that's going to do is we're going to think off emotion. We're just going to go off of that emotion. So I, I wait to before I want to have a really serious conversation. I make sure that she's having a good day. Okay. You know? And um. And, and but also, that could, that like, could also uh, that's, that could also be a different uh, uh, like it could it could take several days, uh, Christopher. Um, right, right. How if it's something that you feel is crucial, critical, urgent? Uh, what do you do then? Or is she not the kind of person who's moody for days, just maybe for some hours? Um, maybe because I'm just going off what, how how it's been recently. But um, sometimes I, I shoot her a text. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you shoot her a text, you can see it, or, you know, I try to sweet talk her throughout the day. Like, right. Give her, like, if, especially if we need a, um, sometimes females, they love the attention. Well, not sometimes, most of the times, females love attention. They say guys are more dominant, mm-hmm. but females love attention. So mm. I know you just show her attention throughout the day and just, like, say, hey, you know, that, that just gets make her, time. That know, gets her mood her better. Yeah, just yeah. show her attention, show her that she appreciate it. And gotcha. you know females open up better that way, so I don't know this gotcha. that, but it's when you're on that when you're on the other side when they're really angry at you mm-hmm. that's would be a difficult yeah that's so that's what I'm going through right now so which which one you're giving her a lot of attention she's nice and warm to you, or is it the other way uh she's frustrated with you uh, and we, you can we, hardly we, talk to her yeah, we're going through our marriage crisis right now, so I spoke with you last weekend about that I opened up to you a little bit last weekend, so okay. it's more like. The things that she used to plague for me to do, I'm doing it now, and and I'm like, am I too late to oh, do gotcha. it or what? You know, that's what I'm. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, keep doing it. Um, you know, it ain't over till the fat lady sings, as they say, and uh, you know, until it's all over, keep doing the best you can and uh, serve her the way the Lord would want you to. Okay, my friend. All right. Thank you, man. God bless you. Bless you back. That's Christopher uh, from uh, Washington D.C. Well, let's see if we get Connie on a stronger line. Hey, Connie, are we better now? I think so. Are we better? We are better. You're probably cutting out a little bit, but don't move. Turn your head to the side and just kick one leg up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I got it. I got it. So you were talking. You were talking about power and men. Yeah. So like when I go talk about things, but. He was trying to overrun him and him being the da 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 da. But what I'm saying is the budget dictates what I'm telling you. I'm not trying to, you 
know, do anything. This is what it does. And just, I don't know if it's like a power thing. I mean, I can't get through to him. That you know, it's just a yeah, yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to answer, and you uh, listen on the air because you were going out again. So, uh, But listen to me uh, as I think I can discern what I heard you say, and that is you're giving him facts, uh, but he's not responding uh, to that. He's responding maybe with emotion uh, like that. I think that that's what I heard. Uh, and also, by the way, if you go on Facebook Live, you can actually write me there, and I can uh, sort of say what you're saying uh, from Facebook Live as well. You know, what you're saying, though, is true about uh, both men and women, and that is this. Uh, you've got to decide, is this a feeling conversation or is this a fact-based conversation? If it's a fact-based conversation, uh, then usually there's not a lot of drama uh, connected to it if both of you are in the same fact space. The problem is if somebody's in a feeling conversation, they don't care about the facts. Uh, they just care about their feelings. And you've got to somehow uh, deal with their feelings, which is very frustrating to somebody who's fact-oriented. You know, And so it's very, very frustrating to try to uh, argue with somebody or have a conversation with somebody who's emotional and feeling-oriented, and you're trying to just get facts across. So you've got to ask yourself the question, is this time to talk about this? Is there a better time to talk about it? Or, you know, are you going to keep hitting your head up against a wall and now the other person's frustrated, angry, upset because of facts that you've given, and yet there's nothing you can do about it, right? And so I think that that's important to just distance yourself just for your own sanity. Otherwise, you're going to get pulled into the swamp of emotions, and now you're going to be fighting over something that really you don't even know why you got in a fight. So I think that's important. Um, to, to care about someone's feelings, though, is to be able to be at least empathetic, to say, I understand what you're feeling. I understand why this upsets you uh, that I'm coming home late. I understand, uh, you know, why you're upset because you've been with the kids all day long. And the last thing you want to do is cook dinner. And so, you know, I get it that you're upset. I didn't have dinner cooked, but you know, can we just order in because I, I don't have the space to even think about food uh, for the family right now because this kid's been driving me crazy all day. Listen, those are facts and emotions that are all swirling together. And I think a part of empathy is saying, hey, I get it. I understand. I wish it were different. Um, you know, maybe there's a way that we can solve this right now. And, and what you try to do is you try to under. Uh, undergird the value of the person. I value you. You do matter. But I'm just sorry. This is just the way it is. No dinner tonight. <laughs> okay, unless you want to go out and get something. I didn't do it. Okay, those are the facts mixed with the feelings, but it's the reality. Uh, but what happens is then we spin into, well, you never cook dinner, you know, and, and I'm always spending money on food. Or, you know, it could be you, you, you're always late. Uh, and you, you, you never care about me, you know, and so those kinds of bombs are the kind of bombs you don't want to throw into these conversations. In fact, just get out of your language. If you're going to have crucial conversations, two words, always and never just take them out of your conversation. Cause as soon as you say you always, or you never at that point, you've lost the communication battle because you're trying to communicate something, but the other person's stuck on always and never. You mean I never cook you dinner? Like really? And now it becomes about this fact that, you know, didn't I cook dinner last Thursday at seven? What do you mean never? So they're stuck on never. 
What you meant to say was often, all right, or many times or a few times. You don't want to say always. You know, you, you always judge me. Really, I always judge you. What about the time when you, and now you're going down that road? That wasn't the fight you wanted to have, and it's not the road you wanted to travel down. But because you said always, it detoured it. So take always out of your vocabulary. Take never out of your vocabulary and insert often or many times or sometimes, all right, or few times. But do not use always or never because that just uh, sidetracks and distracts the conversation. That's what we're talking about today. Crucial conversations with your spouse. Do you need to have one? Well, give me a call. If you want to think it through with somebody, I'm here for you. Uh, I'm going to run to a commercial break, and as soon as I get back, I'm taking your phone calls at 888-432-7434. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Two turntables and a microphone. I was flipping over 33s, working on rhymes and melodies, searching for some more of you. It's never been my dream. To see my face in magazines, it's always... There are some questions we secularists have to answer. Who am I? What am I? Unless we can answer these questions, we can't expect people to be interested in living without God. Hi, this is Lon Solomon, and these words were spoken by Dr. Ronald Aronson. You know, Dr. Aronson is spot on. Secularism and atheism do not provide people adequate answers to life. Ah, but listen to what Jesus said. He said, I am the light of the world. The person who believes in me shall never walk in darkness. Hey, it's your choice. Grope in the darkness or follow Jesus and walk in the light. Not a sermon, just a thought. If you'd like more information about Not A Sermon, you can check out our website at notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. At Liberty University, we train champions for Christ. We don't just train exceptional CEOs, therapists, and pilots. We train exceptional professionals in hundreds of fields who want to impact the world for Christ. Learn how our students are following God's call and how you can train as a champion for Christ online or on campus at liberty.edu slash champions. Again, that's liberty.edu slash champions. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Let's talk about your business for a minute. Think about all the things you're doing to attract the best talent. Between the networking events and referral bonuses, you're probably spending plenty of time and money to find the right people. But what if it was your office that attracted employees? Today's workforce is mobile and active, and they want an office designed around the way they work. And Veridesk makes it easy. Veridesk Standing Desk Solutions help you create an active workspace where employees can stand and move so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. 
Our full line of active office products are constructed with commercial-grade materials and require little to no assembly, so they're easy to set up and move. Companies of any size can have a Veridesk active workspace. Ordering is simple. Shipping is free. And our 30-day guarantee means if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. Learn more about Veridesk Active Workspace Solutions at veridesk.com slash radio. That's V-A-R-I-Desk.com slash radio. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to the show. So glad you're with me. It's Marriage Monday, and we're talking about crucial conversations. By the way, if you've got water in your basement or cracks in your wall or mildew smells, all that stuff, well, guess what? You need to contact Best Buy Waterproofing. Uh, They have helped us at our own uh, place, and I know that they'll help you as well. And uh, they're not only uh, an advertiser for me, but um, they have worked on my own my own basement and water going out to different parts of the yard and things of that sort. Amber's really happy with it, and I am too. I'm sure you're tired of having a smelly basement, so give them a call at 844-980-3707. That's uh, 844-980-3707. Thirty-seven zero seven, or just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. And uh, by the way, we are talking today about crucial conversations. How do you have them with your spouse? And do you ever get to a place where you're just tired of talking about the same thing, arguing over the same thing? What do you do with that? Well, that doesn't necessarily uh, fall into the category of crucial conversations that falls into the category of I'm sick and tired. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. No, but then there are crucial conversations. And these are the ones where, uh, you know, it can change the trajectory of the relationship. Uh, you're talking about a move. You're talking about a child. You're talking about whether you're going to stay in a relate the relationship or not. You're talking about changing a job. You're talking about changing a church. You're talking about the a medical condition that you learned about. You're talking about the way you feel about your spouse in uh, their health or their or their appearance or uh, or the way you're feeling inside about uh, your relationship and you don't know how to communicate it. Uh, there, there are all kinds of things that may fall into the category of crucial conversations. Do you do you know how to have them? Do you want help with them? If uh, you have to have a crucial conversation and you want to talk to someone about it, now's the time to call me. My phone number is 888-432-7434. 888-43-BRIDGE. Uh, That is my number live in studio. My lines are open and they're just for you. So this is the time to talk it through. Do you need to have a crucial conversation with your spouse? And in fact, maybe you've had so many that you're a pro at it and you've learned some things that you want to share with others. Well, guess what? Uh, Our people are willing to learn. So give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. What have we learned so far? We have learned that there is a difference between that which is urgent and that which is important. And so when you're dealing with a, a crucial conversation, ask yourself the question, is it urgent? If it's urgent, we need to talk about it as soon as possible, like now. 
If it's important, uh, but it's not urgent, then table it for a time when your spouse is in a better place, in a better space. Otherwise, uh, you can take a situation where everything is cool between you and your spouse, but because your timing was wrong, it blew up and it took the conversation further than you wanted it to go. It took you to a place you didn't want to end up in. And now you guys are upset over things that you said that could have gone completely different if your timing were better. And so think about that as well. This is why date nights are important, and this is why business meetings are important. Uh, honey, we're going to have to have, to have a family business meeting. Uh, or, you know, when you, when you schedule stuff like that, you know what it does? It allows you to table stuff until that time. This is why counseling is important, because if you have a counseling date once a month, Okay, Uh, a marriage counseling date once a month or once every two weeks or something like that. Guess what it does? It makes you push stuff to that date. And that way you can actually have a good conversation about a bunch of other things. Unless like the Holy Spirit really opens the door and it's just right there and you need to step in and talk about it. But I'm talking about just look. If they're heavy issues, wait until you get to the counseling office. But there's some people can't do it. It comes in their mind. It comes out their mouth. They just can't table anything. And so that becomes really difficult, and it becomes a challenge. And as a result, look at the relationships uh, that you have formulated and how many times there are arguments and fights uh, because your emotions dictate the time as opposed to some other governing factors that ought to be dictating the time of when you talk about certain matters. Let's go to Bowie, Maryland, and talk to Gerard, who's on the line. Hi, Gerard. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm well, Dr. Anderson. God bless you, sir. Bless you back. Hey, what's your comment or question, my friend? I like to comment on a couple things. Make it personal real fast. The Hey, Gerard, you're going in and out on me. I got to let you go. Give me a call back. Maybe you can call me on a landline. It could be that weather outside or wherever you're traveling. I'm not sure, but I'm sorry. I know we're not going to be able to hear you, so it would be futile to have you talking, and we don't know what you're saying, right? Uh, Feel free to call me back at 888-432-7434. When I get back from this next break, I'm going back to Bowie, Maryland, to talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. I'm also coming to you, so make sure you you tune in. And by the way, if you want to call, I've got two open lines. Call now, 888-432-7434. I feel like taking chances. I feel a lot like 17. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as 
Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> they are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I see you on my Facebook page right now. Thank you so much, uh, Denise Smith and Ronnie Marshall and Melody B. Young and Nina Sinde and Teresa Ann Smith. Hello to all of you there. And, of course, if you want to tell more people about it, just tell them go to at Anderson Speaks. That is my handle there on all my social media, including uh, Facebook Live, Twitter, and Instagram. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Anonymous in Bowie, Maryland. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you, sir? Or ma'am. <laughs> Hello, Anonymous. Are you there? Going once. Going twice. Sorry, we missed you. Well, let's go to Carl in Alexandria. I think it's Virginia. Hey, Carl, how are you doing today? Carl, are you there? Going once, going twice. Lord have mercy. Sorry we missed you. Give me a call back. We'll try to get you up as soon as possible. It could be the weather. 888-432-7434. You think it's the weather going on over there on the other side there? You think it's the the computer? What's going on, uh, Mr. Engineer? Okay, they say it's the weather, so keep calling. Let's see if we can break in uh, through the clouds. 888-432-7434. Seven four three four. Let's see what it's feeling like in Washington D.C. with Nate. Hi, Nate. Are you there? 
Yes, I'm here, Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Oh, that's great, Nate, in D.C. I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Hey, what are you thinking today? Uh, Dr. Anderson, I just called to say you're doing a good job. I'm I'm uh, chairman of the deacon board at Grace United Baptist Church where <laughs> your mother attends. And I saw yesterday we had our usher service, and I called her from time to time to get a little little encouragement and what have you. And um, I just want – you was praying with people the other day, and I have saw a lot of folks in South Carolina. They're okay, mm-hmm. a lot of wind, a lot of rain. But uh, I just ask that you pray for them and mm. keep doing what you're doing. Um, I'm very proud of it. Keep doing well, what you're doing. Aren't you kind to call and say that? What's your last name, Deacon Nate? Deacon Nate Bacote, B-A-C-O-T-E. All right. I'm going to have to tell my mom that uh, that you called me on the radio show, and thanks for the good work you're doing at Grace United Baptist Church. A big shout-out to Grace United family there as well, okay? Okay. Thank you so very much. And God bless. Ble- blessings back to you. Amen. We lift up Grace United Baptist Church in Northeast Washington, D.C. at 12th and Jackson Street. So God bless you. That's the church my daddy founded many, many, many years ago. Well, Lord, in Jesus' name, we do pray for those in South Carolina, North Carolina, on the eastern seaboard who are dealing uh, with floods and hurricanes and rain. We just lift them up and pray, God, that you would uh, uh, be a rescuer, that you would be a protector and a provider during such a time as this. Me and all my listeners say in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, let's go back and see if we can catch Carl in Alexandria. Uh, Carl, this is Dr. Anderson. Are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing today? Oh, you sound great now. Are you in Alexandria, Maryland, or Virginia? Virginia. Amen. Well, shout out to Alexandria, Virginia. Carl, what's your comment or question? Well, basically, uh, I have a question that I posted on Facebook before, and um, the uh, answers that I got were kind of expected from both the men and the women, whereas the men said yes and the women said no, not so. Um, That question is— And were you surprised by that, that sir? No, I wasn't at all. (laughs) All right. The question is this. What's the question? Do you believe that— Women treat their men or their husbands differently when their when a guy's financial situation is good versus when their pockets are not so thick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, do you treat your man differently and better when he if he has money than if he when, when his, yes when his financial stature is better? You know, everybody has down times. Sure. Sure. You know, and um. And so, the what do you think? Is, you do think women that, treat their husbands better or their man better? Uh huh. When his financial situation is looking good versus the times that it's looking poorly. Interesting question. Do you believe that women treat their man differently accordingly? Interesting. And so, most of the women said no, and most of the men said yes, huh? Is that is that what your response was, Carl? Uh, the response that I received was majority of the guys said yes, and uh, most of the women said no. Exactly, exactly. Well, there you have it. I think maybe uh, they perceive it uh, perceive it differently. What do you think about men? Do you think they treat their wives differently based on their financial uh, security? 
Not necessarily so, because in in a lot of situations, uh, women, whether or not women uh, have a good financial or um, whether their financial situation is great or not so great, they normally, in a situation, depend on the the man to be the, uh, as head of the house, to be the main breadwinner. Right, right. It's something that's established upon marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and and so sometimes I can't say that that's all the time. Sure, because I know that there are situations out there where that's not quite so. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. But it, I know. I was just going to say, I don't treat my wife differently. You don't treat her differently. No matter what her does, she treat you differently. Is. Does she treat you differently? Uh Does she treat you differently? Um. Sometimes yes, sometimes yeah. no. It took a while for that answer. I knew what it must have been. <laughs> anyway, hey, Car- <laughs> Carl, thanks a lot for calling. I, I appreciate it, my friend. And, uh, you know, that's a question for another day, but I appreciate it. 888-432-7434. Let's see if we can catch uh, Amanda in Reisterstown, Maryland. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the show. How are you? It looks like Amanda hung up on us. Let's see if we can catch Gerald in Bowie, Maryland, real quickly. Hey, Gerald, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Gerard. It's Gerard. <laughs> I got it. I'm back. Hey, and you're, and you're, I'm back. you've got a strong hey, line today. I'm on a landline this time. I love it. I'd like to make a comment, if I may, and that is that when apologizing, never, ever, 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 ever use the phrase, I'm sorry if I... Dot, dot, dot. Mm. Why? Oh, I thought uh, we lost you. No. Because the person just got finished telling me what they were offended by, and then if I come back with, I'm sorry if I offended you after they told me that I did, (laughs) then I'm discrediting or or invalidating their feelings. Right. Right. How if and I don't it's better if I say okay. Even if I thought I was not guilty of the charge, yeah, I found it better and healthier for the relationship if I said, "I'm sorry for causing you to feel dot dot dot." You know, I'm, I'll mirror back to her uh-huh. what she told me the uh, feeling was or, or what she's accused me of. I'm sorry for causing you to feel that way. Uh-huh. Now, I might later on come back and give a defense, but I won't do it in the same paragraph. Right, right, right. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Have you ever heard someone say, I'm sorry you feel that way? <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, during a sermon in Phil- when I was living in Philadelphia, a pastor was preaching on the issue of going to a person who offends you and getting it cleared out, taking the initiative. Yeah. And so after a sermon was done, I went to a brother who was in the same ministry as I was and told him that I was offended by blah, 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 blah. He said, well, I'm offended that you're offended. Yeah, oh, boy, that doesn't, that doesn't work too well. Hey, hey Gerard, I got to run because I got this break, my friend. But I'll be right back in just three minutes. The late Oswald J. Smith, pastor of the Great People's Church in Toronto, Ontario, once asked, 
Why should anyone hear the gospel twice before everyone has heard it once? You know, that's a question I've never forgotten. And it's also one I've paraphrased more than once by asking, why should anyone have multiple copies of the Word of God before everyone has had the chance to have at least one? And that's why we here at WAVA have teamed up with the Bible League to provide several thousand copies of God's Word to heart-hungry people all over the world. Many of them are very own brothers and sisters in Christ who to this very moment don't have access to even one copy of God's Word. But you can help change that with your gift to the Bible League. $5 buys one Bible, 50 buys 10, 100 buys 20. And right now, every dollar you're giving will be doubled with matching funds when you call this number. 844-YES-WORD. That's 844-YES-WORD. 844-937-9673. Or you can give online at wava.com. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. You may have heard about the elitist remark made by Emmanuel Macron, president of France, but did you hear about the response? Macron stated it wasn't possible to find a woman who was perfectly educated to have seven, eight, or nine children. A flood of very well-educated women throughout the world enlightened him. One with a doctorate from Harvard University tweeted a photo of her with six of her eight children. A Stanford graduate provided a picture with her 11 kids. Women with degrees in music, pharmacology, engineering, and business weighed in. In the end, the president of France was educated that his elitist attitude was condescending, ignorant, and sexist. Maybe he should seek their advice. Sounds like he could use help running things in France. Follow us on Twitter at Life Issues USA and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Do you want your daily work to make a difference in lives? WAVA has an immediate job opening for a director of digital and promotions. This person will oversee website management for the Salem Media DC radio stations. You'll work closely with the general manager creating new web campaigns. Needed web skills include website administration, Adobe Creative Suite, and HTML. Read more at WAVA.com keyword jobs and make a difference with your work. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the D.C. Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And I always appreciate your kind donations and gifts. Thank you so very much. You know, the scriptures tell us in Ephesians 4.29 that when we speak to somebody, we ought to think about whether what we're saying to them is helpful. 
And so part of thinking about crucial conversations is not simply about what you're going to say, but how you're going to say it in a way that is as encouraging as possible, even when it's a very difficult topic. And this is the wisdom that we need from the Holy Spirit to help us because we are a people of emotion. God has made us with emotion, but those emotions have the ability to take over uh, the way we say things, to get out the truth of what we say. This is why the scripture often, often talks about grace and truth, because truth alone is hard uh, to, to take. In fact, very seldomly do you see truth in the New Testament all by itself. It usually has its cousins nearby. You know, for instance, uh, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So uh, truth was in the middle, way was in front of it, and life was after it, you know. Uh, or when it talks about, uh, you know, grace and truth oftentimes. Uh, or it says, speak the truth, but how do you do it? In love. Like, it needs its cousins. It needs help. It needs some support. Can truth stand alone? Yes, but uh, the way we communicate it needs some needs some help. Uh, you know, the tongue is uh, is an undisciplined thing. Our emotions can actually <clears throat> whip that tongue uh, in certain ways that uh, hurt hurt people. And uh, it's important for us to understand that when we talk to people, especially when they disagree with us uh, about the faith, it even says, you know, if somebody asks you about your faith, you're supposed to have an answer. Uh, but when you have that answer, you're supposed to communicate it uh, even seasoned with salt. You know, this has got to throw something on it. Uh, sometimes people think that means you're being disingenuous, you're, you're, you're beating around the bush. But uh, giving thought to how you talk is a major uh, piece of being controlled by the Holy Spirit. And being reckless with your words shows a lack of discipline that will not only hurt your marriage, your children, and your relationships, but I believe it hurts you because of the brokenness that comes as a result of what we say and how we say it. So I hope these words are encouraging to you as you think about uh, how you enter into crucial conversations. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that your Holy Spirit is there to help us, to assist us, to give us, Lord, the strength, the encouragement that we need in order to speak your truth in love. So we commit ourselves to you and to one another yet again. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said, amen and amen. Just take care.